Welcome everyone to the Shepherd Talk podcast with Pastor Ray Jones from Ridgecrest Baptist Church. This conversation is centered on reaching, building, and connecting you to the mission God has in store for your life. We hope these practical conversations help to encourage and equip you to follow Jesus in a greater way. Pastor, how are you today? Doing great. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm doing good as well. Thankful for those that are listening. Uh, neat opportunity today to continue to talk on the Shepherd Talk podcast about things that uh, ha- that have been on your heart and things that you've put out there for our congregation. And today we want to talk about a column you wrote recently entitled Two-Part Forgiveness. Right. And I know recently you also um, uh, preached on a sermon about uh, forgiveness and how that impacts the soul and uh um, just a, a lot in that. And so in this column, you begin by uh, the thought of all of us want the forgiveness of God, and there is plenty to be forgiven. And you talk about um, this book and, and kind of tell a story here about Martin Luther, how he found himself uh, in a dream being attacked by Satan. And the, the devil um, in that unrolled a long scroll containing a list of Luther's sins, and it held and held it before him, and on reaching the end of it, Luther asked the devil the question, "Is that all?" Right. <laughs> and uh, he said, "No, come, um, no." Came the reply, and the second scroll was thrust in front of him. Then, after a second, uh, came a third. But now the devil had no more. And uh, then it says, "You've forgotten something," Luther exclaimed triumphantly. Quickly, write on each of them: "The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us all right. from our sins." You know, that's a powerful story and uh right there and uh, as we just think about forgiveness and really two parts of this forgiveness i think a lot of times it's hard for people to live forgiven and understand the goodness of god in that of his forgiveness so how do we do that pastor how do we live as forgiven people well we have to do more than acknowledge that what jesus did we have to appropriate it and uh, there's a big difference acknowledging what jesus did is saying yeah i know that he died on the cross for my sins that's acknowledgement but we have to personalize it. And that's what Luther was doing when he tells that story about that dream and the attack of the devil. He was personalizing and he was saying, wait a minute, this goes beyond what I know he did. This goes to the fact that he did it for me. That's good. And and that's what it means to appropriate. It is, it is to say he died for not just the sins of the world, he died for my sins. And I believe that and I accept that. That's appropriation. I receive what he did for me. If somebody were to pay off a debt, you had a you had a debt, and somebody paid it off for you, and said, "Just want you to know, as a gift, uh, you're no more you're no longer obligated to pay this because I paid it for you." Well, first of all, you'd rejoice most right. likely if you're a sane human. But let's say you they said that to you and say, "Nope, I'm going to pay my own debt. I know what you did, and I appreciate what you did." But, but uh, I'm going to pay my own debt. Well, what you're doing is acknowledging some act of grace on another person's part, but you're rejecting the personal side of that act. Right. So we, if we're going to live like forgiven people, we have to do more than just say, I know what Jesus did. We have to recognize that he did it for me. That's good. As if I were the only uh, a sinner in the whole wide world, which is true. He would have died for my sins, but uh, I, I personalize it by saying, that's for me. And so the blood of Jesus Christ, Satan, whatever list of my sins you can come up with, the blood of Christ has paid the price uh, for all of them for me. So I have to acknowledge it, but then I have to accept or appropriate it. 
You know, Pastor, there just seems to be certain situations when we think about forgiveness from God that certain degrees of, I don't, I guess you'd say sin or things that we've done seem like harder to be forgiven from, from God. Um, Why do you think that is? And I just think sometimes it's harder for, for people, a lot of people just live in that guilt and live in that, you know, hurt from, from something from their past. Uh, Why, why do you think that might be? Well, there are a couple of reasons, Chase. Um, One is that um, the, it is true that some sins seem to be harder for us to get past. The reason for that is some sins have greater consequences. There, there are no greater sins. All sin would have put Christ on a cross. Right. But it is true some sin uh, has greater consequences. In other words, there are some sins we call overt and covert sins. Right. Overt sins tend to have a greater consequence because they oftentimes affect other people. Covert sins are sins that are often covered. They're, they're, people don't know. You know, They may not know about something, uh, an, a sinful attitude or a, a lie or something that's been told that, is, uh, that you, you can cover it without any ramification. Okay? So we can accept, well, the things that can be covered in my mind can also be covered by the blood, so to right. speak. But then there are those things that we tend to say, oh, big sins, you know, <laughs> the things that did damage and harm to somebody else. Uh, I know sin is sin, but can God really forgive me? So it is, I think, partly because of the difference in consequences. We can hide some sin, and right. it is, like all sin, it's still sin to God, right. and it still sent Jesus to the cross. But I, And so we beat ourselves up and say, yeah, but I... This sin here was it may have been humiliating. Uh, it there may have been some price exacted from us. Right. Uh, it may have caused it may have formed a reputation uh, for us. It was something overt and because we a lot of that is we can't forgive ourselves of it, so we assume that Jesus hasn't forgiven us for it. And the devil is a master then of taking that and con- causing it to continue to resurface, continue. You remember that right. thing, you know, back then, and you really think Jesus has forgiven. He's forgiven you of this and this and this, but you think, you know, because there are people in your life that haven't forgiven you of that, yeah. or there are things that resulted that'll never be able to be undone, and so you really think God can forgive you. So I think it's. It's a thing, again, and I want to be clear, sin is sin, all sin. However, we tend to measure it. Sin is sin to God. But I think the consequences of some sin being greater than others uh, cause us to have difficulty believing that all sin is equal, which it is, but cause us to have difficulty believing that, therefore difficulty living in the forgiveness of Christ and forgiving ourselves. Yeah, I think that's so good. I think we live in a... A world that we allow uh, the consequences within that world, as you're saying, to dictate the way we feel forgiveness could come or not come. And so, uh, you know, I love this verse, uh, Ephesians 1 7, that you write and, uh, you know, you re- record here from Paul and uh, says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Um, such a neat. Uh, word there talking of Jesus and, and the forgiveness that we have because of him. It says forgiveness of our trespasses. Doesn't say yeah. Yeah. some trespasses or this trespass or that tres, you know, our trespasses. And so, um, very powerful in that. You know, so this is a two part um, 
conversation here about um, experiencing the forgiveness of God, but then secondly, going into talking about, secondly, forgiving others. And uh, that's not always an easy thing. Um, Obviously, if we've been hurt or uh, deeply wounded in different ways, but in Ephesians 4, Paul reminds us that the lack of forgiveness actually hurts us, you write right here. And by taking us emotionally captive through bitterness, anger, malice, and other damaging emotional byproducts. And so, kind of moving into the second part of forgiveness, once we've experienced the forgiveness of God, how do we as people live um, and really forgive others? Well, and and the reason I call it two-part forgiveness, before we can be um, adequate in forgiving others, we have to understand how God has forgiven us because it is that same kind of forgiveness that we are to offer to others. And as you rightfully say, that can be hard. It's easy to to think on it's easy to even articulate it but it can be hard to practice you know one of the things i've observed uh is it's real easy for us to counsel someone else well you got to forgive them mm-hmm. you know you've got to forgive them but then that same counsel is sometimes difficult for us because we say yeah but to the degree that i've been wounded or something nobody knows the kind of hurt that i've experienced and so Uh, what we tend to do is we let our hurt determine our capacity to forgive. That's good. But Jesus didn't do that. And and so we have to learn to forgive, which is in essence kind of an act of faith. God, I'm going to forgive like I was forgiven, not how I feel. Right. Because if you wait till your feelings catch up with your actions, a lot of times it won't get there. So one of the things I think we have to do is we have to say, how did Jesus forgive me? And we have to kind of remind ourselves, I've got to forgive this person. I don't want to forgive this person. This person wounded me deeply. Oh, yeah, but I wounded Jesus deeply. I wounded my Heavenly Father deeply, and he forgave me. I've got to, I've got to express that same kind of forgiveness to others. Now, here's the kicker. A lot of people think that forgiveness is just an event. Okay. Um, okay, I forgive you. But actually, a lot of times, and sometimes it is, it's just, okay, I forgive you. Uh, but sometimes it is a an, uh, process. It's not just an event, it's a process. Meaning this, I forgive you and I am continuing to forgive you. And sometimes forgiveness doesn't even require that I come to you and say, Chase, I forgive you for something. Uh Forgiveness starts first in my heart and before God. God, they don't even know that they've hurt me. Right. And but God, I forgive them. They don't even know what they did. And by the way, our flesh has a hard time with that because because right. our flesh wants the other person to know yeah. that you have you have hurt me or wounded me, and subsequently. Uh, will feel better if I can just make you know that you hurt me and then I forgive you yeah. kind of thing. Uh, and uh, But that's not the way the process works. So the process is I forgive you and I am forgiving you. And even if you never know it, I've still forgiven you. And that's for my sake. Hmm. As Paul talks about, otherwise we are taken captive by all these, these hostile emotions that right. start controlling us. And to not forgive then causes bitterness to set up in, in us. And the bitterness in us can destroy us. 
you know, Pastor, as we kind of wrap up today in this conversation on forgiveness, you know, you tell a story in this column about uh, Clara Barton, the founder of the American Red Cross, and that she was reminded one day of a vicious deed that someone had done to her years before, and she acted as if she had never heard of the incident. And uh, it was said that um, her friend asked, don't you remember it? And Clara Barton um, uh, replied back, no, I distinctly remember forgetting it. And then you write, that's what God did for us. The scripture says, as far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us, Psalm 103, 12. And because he's done that for us, we can do that for others. And so I know recently you have, you did this, uh, you did your sermon on this and forgiveness and how that impacts the soul. And just as we wrap up today, just kind of give us some closing thoughts on just the impact that forgiveness um, plays in your life, walking with Jesus, experiencing him and allowing other people, God to use you to impact other people. Yeah. Well, I love the story of Clara Barton because what she really is reminding us of is that that forgiveness sometimes is a process. It is, I forgive, and I, I'm going to move on. Right. And, and forgetting uh, doesn't mean necessarily that it, it's scrubbed out of our brain. You know, we sometimes forgive and forget. Um, and uh, it, to do that doesn't mean it's scrubbed out of our brain. But actually, what it means is that by the act of forgiveness, I'm not going to let it hold me hostage I'm going to go forward. So I'm going to focus on going forward, not focus on what somebody has done uh, to me. And uh, and it is a practice sometimes. Um, and I would encourage people to go online. You can get it free. Uh, my message on uh, forgiveness, uh, where I articulate a whole lot of these things. And in that message, I tell a story. You probably remember about right. uh, someone who had, who had told some, some very... Yeah. Uh, 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 harsh uh, lies about me, uh, and uh, it just so happened that I had to drive past their house <laughs> and, uh, on the way to the office in the morning, and on the way back home uh, in the evening, and no way around it. There's no way around it, <laughs> and I would drive past. And I early on, because my, you know, our flesh wants to say, "I want to set this thing straight," and I had that that uh, sense, and it was starting to control me, and I would get angry. When I drove past this person's house, both twice a day, I got to get angry, you know, <laughs> right. and I would, I'd feel that inside of me. And I began to realize something that they don't even know what it's done to me, but in effect, they're controlling me and they would probably get great satisfaction out of knowing that, to be honest. Right. And so, um, I, I remember I'd drive past there and I would just inside, I'd just get that anger I started worrying about it, and I'm driving past one morning, and the Lord spoke to me and said, pray for them. And I thought, I don't want to pray for them. But the Lord spoke and said, forgive them and pray for them. And so I would say, Lord, I forgive them. And um, I pray, uh, Father, that you'll give them a good day. That was hard. (laughs) I bet. You know. And then I'd do that in the evening, come back, Lord, and I kind of did it with clenched teeth. Lord, forgive them. I forgive them and bless them. And I started doing this. But I have to tell you, after a couple of weeks, it starts getting easier. I said, Lord, I forgive them. Hmm. They don't know what they did. And who knows what's going on in their life that caused them, blah, blah, blah. And so, Lord, why don't you bless them today? Because they must need it if that's where they are and everything. Well, then I got free and I realized, hey, that's not controlling me now. I'm free of this thing. And um, when I got free of that, I realized uh, that uh, they no longer had control over me. 
emotionally. And uh, so the devil couldn't beat me up and the anger couldn't turn to bitterness. And So we have to practice this thing uh, of forgiveness. Again, right. sometimes it's very easy. I can just say, hey, oh gosh, they're forgiven. Right. You know. Sometimes I have to practice this thing. And yeah. that's what I discovered that as I practiced it, I really did move from saying something to meaning something. Yeah. And so that may be helpful to our listeners today. If you're struggling, there's somebody, because a lot of times people have said to me in counseling, I just can't forgive them for what they did to me. Right. And so sometimes it doesn't start with the feeling. And by the way, forgiveness is about, a, a lot of it is about feeling and emotion. It doesn't start there sometimes. Start start there with the fact, I've been forgiven in Christ, yeah. and I'm going to forgive because of Christ. That's, That's the two-part uh, forgiveness. And so I start practicing it, and then I discover I get free of it, and they're not controlling me. Yeah. Last, I would say this. Remember, if you're battling forgiveness and you don't want to forgive, Remember what that will do for you. It doesn't hurt the person that you don't want to forgive. They, they, don't they generally don't even know. <laughs> right. But what it is, it's just like a person who takes a bottle of poison and wants that person that's hurt them uh, to be poisoned. So it, uh, unforgiveness is like drinking the poison and expecting it to kill the other person. Right. But it only destroys you. And so that Jesus knew that. And so that's why he tells us, forgive just like you have been forgiven yeah that's so good pastor if you're listening and you'd like more on forgiveness and uh, you have the opportunity to go to our website or other places that uh, we have posted our sermons and back on the 6th of october our pastor uh, preached the sermon entitled restore your soul through forgiveness and that'll give you more um, in-depth conversation about forgiveness and the impact that has on your life and your soul and so pastor i know today we have another free resource for those that are listening and they can reach out to us at the shepherd talk pod, uh, shepherd talk at rbcdothan.org if they like that so share that with us today. yeah it is another one of our leadership lights that i've prepared it's called leading from inside and it's just about six principles for leading from the inside for example maybe whatever you do you don't call the shots but you you want to make a difference. And this right. is some biblical insight and some principles, six of them that will help you do just that. It's called Leading from the Inside. And all our listeners need to do is contact us, uh, email us at shepherdtalk at rbcdothan.org or org and uh, request the free resource Leading uh, from the inside and we'll be happy to get that to you yeah thank you again pastor and thanks for those that are listening if you enjoyed today's podcast we'd love for you to like it and share it give us a review and uh just uh put it out there to other people that could be encouraging when it comes to forgiveness and the way god could use that in their life thank you so much for joining us for today's shepherd talk podcast we hope God will continue to use you to reach the lost, build up other believers, and connect your life to the mission and purpose God has for you. We look forward to more talks in the days ahead with Pastor Ray.